So we're sending more money and more aid to Ukraine. Of course we are. Because, you know, we can afford that, and that's what our job is, right? And you know how much of that gets actually to help anybody? There's so little. It's literally, I'm just, look, I am against pretty much every anti-everything, right? I Anybody who's anti-Semitic, anti-Muslim, anti-Christianity, anti-religion, anti-free speech, and, you know, I'm against that stuff in a, in every way, shape, and form. But if I don't have the checkbook... We're and and I, I'm gonna tell you it's it's I want us to default. I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. I just want us to default. I really do. I I just I think people don't get it, and I know people don't get it because they're all utilizing the same talking points. I have called out countless times that Department of Treasury is still gonna be fine. I'm paying people. You know, we somebody had pointed out, and I I went and looked it up. And I was like, oh yeah, we did. You know, we did default once before. I thought we. I thought. Oh yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of something else. No. We. But we, yeah. We defaulted once before. And you know what happened? We were fine. Bun- bunch of people got a few vacations. People started to realize. Wait. We don't really need the federal government. Oh no. We're good. We're good. See, the federal government was just supposed to be representatives from each state that came in and said, "Hey, yeah, this is what we think is a good idea for our states." But it's no longer what it is. Yeah. It's really weird. I feel like people think. I feel like people think that if the government were to shut down, that, like, all chaos would break loose. And it makes no sense, because first of all, we've had government shutdowns so many times. The government defaulting is not going to be much different. When Mm -hmm. we have a government shutdown, which we did for COVID, yeah, a bunch of people just don't come into work for a few days. Mm -hmm. I think the longest one under Trump was, like, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And we were fine. No, we were literally perfectly fine. But it, it, the government defaulting just adds a couple of more, couple more steps that have to do with money, and people are freaking out like they're just not going to have any money. Like, I, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen. You're still probably going to go to work because the majority of us don't work for the government. So you're still probably going to go to work. You're still probably going to do the normal things that you do. Yeah, you might hear about it, and there might be a couple people going, "Oh my god, this is terrifying." But for the most part, most people are going to be like, "Okay, what does it have to do with me?" Mm-hmm. Am I going to be fine? Do I still get to go to work? Do my children still get to go to school? Okay, then who cares? Oh, no, we have to you know, stay home for a few days. If nobody mass panics about it, which is what they're trying to do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, the government can't default. If the government defaults, like, oh, my gosh, nobody's going to be able to get paid. Everything's going to, like, what do you think is going to break? The Internet's not going to just shut up. Like, what do we think? What do we think is going to happen? Nothing. And that's, <laughs> and, and, but to see, that's. And I've said this, I said this before and uh, long before our podcast, I said the government doesn't, they, they, they won't default. You know why they won't default? Because they're scared to default. Because if we, de- if they default and suddenly we go, okay, wait, so let me get, let me see if I got this straight. The millions of jobs that we're talking about losing are federal jobs. Yes. We're, we're spending how, how much in tax dollars? To fund all of these jobs, and most of them are redundant or useless, or we didn't notice when they weren't there. Yeah. Whoopsie, right? 
We've talked about it before. We have the Department of Fish and Game, the Department of Wildlife, right? We have the Department of Forestry. We have the Bureau of Land Management. We have, you know, Parks and Recreation Departments, federal uh, departments for those. You know, we wouldn't notice. Nothing would be noticed. Oh, no. You know what? You know what would suck? Man, national parks wouldn't clean themselves up. You're right. They wouldn't. So you know what you do? have to. <laughs> no, you, you, you know what you, you, you do with things like that is you literally sit there and say, okay, we're going to manage this park. States manage their own damn parks, right? They mm-hmm. should anyways. And then the states go, okay. And the states go, we're going to hire people to, to take care of these parks. Okay. And that's handled by the state. And you know what that is? That is a whole run of people on the federal government who were in line doing that job so that you paid your $8 to get into a park. Right. All of a sudden, just not there. Who cares? You wouldn't notice. Yeah. Like, and even then, that's the that's the other thing think, is think, that people think the federal government is going to have. It, it, this is the federal government we're right, talking about. Right. Not the state government. Right. The state's not your state's not defaulting people. If your state <laughs> defaults it because it's California and you've lost over a hundred billion dollars in one year and nobody's talking about it. That's your own damn fault. Seriously. You have the United States of California. Just whatever, you know, but but what it is, is it's it amazes me just how blind to the the hype machine everybody is right now. Uh Every every news outlet. Oh, my God, we can't default every federal official. Oh, we can't default. Yeah. You know why? Yeah, because if we default, you know, then then people won't get Social Security and Department of Treasury is like, that's not true. What? Yeah, we, we fixed that in 1996. <laughs> well, and it's like, and, and here's the thing. I want everybody to understand this. Most of you paid, you know, most people on Social Security have paid tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into Social Security. And Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. At some point, it has to collapse. It has to. You know, we have just it's incredible to me what what we have going on in canada my gosh brothers sisters you guys have the the nuttiest nut job found out he paid got oh gosh it was trudeau and some 81 million dollar vacation basically (laughs) okay you know with his with special interests you know and it's like yeah how much that money do you get back uh, none and he just deflected and I watched and I'm like oh this is just such dis- disgust I'm just 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 and then we have FBI people who are admitting you know they're like hey you know what and they're like oh we're taking away your security okay that's fine take it away but we're still going to admit that we are lying and that we did have federal officers there on January 6th and they were a level of involvement into the actual violence of January 6th. Shh. And whether you believe them or not, look, one of two things. Either the federal government is failing or the federal government is failing. <laughs> right? They're either lying and failing or they're telling the truth and failing. It's 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 absolutely disgusting. I want the default. I want it. I want I want Texas to secede. I want every state to become its own state and its own representative. I want to be represented by a single paper currency we are a week away from fed now it scares me 10 days we are 10 days away from fed now 
from literal global federal currency, Bitcoin. That's exactly what we are running up against. So, yeah, I want that. I want to. I, I just. I'm. I'm like. I want to default. I want to default right now. I want to default. I want to just knock everything out that's there right now. I want to take all of the old out. I want to pass bills for no special that will allow for no special interest funding that you can directly or indirectly make decisions on. I want to change the dynamic of this country so that you, that my daughters and my grandkids and my great grandkids will be able to look back and go, Oh, thank you guys for switching that crap. You know, I want it. So everybody's afraid. Well, yeah, it's scary. I say it and I sweat. (laughs) You know, it's like I get a cold sweat because it's so scary. Am I willing to die for this? And the answer is yes. And people say, oh, well, it's easy to say. No, I've been in situations where I've said I've been willing to die for stuff and thought I was going to die and still was just fine with it. You've seen me when I've been in those places. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, "Mm, okay, here it goes. Like, that's what I say. Just a matter of fact, because, hey, I've been saying that since I was 23. I was expecting to be dead at 23. And but this. Yeah, I would do whatever it took. It's like. It it's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. And and in the meantime, uh, New York Hotel, I don't know if you saw this, one of the hotels in New York, um, one of their staff, who I'm sure has been fired by now, um, put out video showing. Um, that all of the illegals that were shoved into their hotel right off Times Square, right? Okay. Um, were given free food by the federal government that was under contract, and so they were somebody else was being paid to deliver this food, and the illegals wouldn't eat it. They threw it all out. All good food. They threw out like 80-90% of it. So this 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 is how desperate these people are. They're so desperate, they just throw food away and are ungrateful for it, throw a bunch of clothes away because the federal government was giving them new clothes and everything. This is how, this is, and, and, and they're having problems at this hotel. All their regular guests are gone and everything um, because teenagers are just having sex and doing drugs and doing things teenagers do in the hall, in the fire, uh, the fire exits and all the stairways and everything. And so, you know, Building inspectors came out and were like, whoa, you, you can't have this stuff and said, you know, we're going to we're going to find violations and everything else. And you know what the city's response was? Nah, you're not going to do anything. Leave it alone. But if there's a fire, people can't get out. This is a dangerous situation and they need to fix it. Nah, they're good. And the hotel's getting destroyed. So it's like this is just this is the level of everybody who's like. I don't know what people expect to see, you know, but it's not what everybody thinks it is. And with that, welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So we had a pretty good weekend. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you start because you're always better at these things than I am. So you want to, well, you you decide where you want to start at because I know you and uh, uh, Nikki uh, talked about your birthday, Uh right? But we weren't quite done with your birthday, right? Yeah, because uh, Lily and Anna had a overnight field trip that left on my birthday in the morning, so they didn't get to be home for uh, cake and ice cream like we normally will do mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, and we didn't even get back until 11.30 on my birthday, so... 
we were basically going to celebrate it on Friday, but what, what were we doing that we didn't do it on Friday? They weren't we going to were, be in until too late, and so we were just like, okay, well, we're oh, not going to... yeah, so... Yeah, they, they weren't going to... We, they were telling us they weren't expecting to be here until 9, yeah. which meant they wouldn't be home because, until you know, everybody gets unloaded and everything until 9.30, which means that at 9.30 would be when we'd be eating dinner. And I'm like, mmm. And then we're supposed to be watching your movie, which, you know, you got to figure for a half hour of jibber jabber and everything that they did, which they did, <laughs> you know, which means we wouldn't have started the movie until 10, which means... I don't want to be up till 1130. You know, if I try to stay up till 1130, I can't. But when I try to go to to bed, that doesn't happen either. So. So what we did was I made up a big sashimi platter uh-huh. and Nikki made steamed dumplings. Uh-huh. And so the four of us sat down and ate, I think, a total of like three pounds of uh, <laughs> sashimi fish and ikura and, you know, good stuff. Yeah, know, it was very tasty. Uh, what do we what do we watch that night? Um, started to watch, uh, what was it? Climb or it was, up or whatever that one was. I and I was realized the fall, the fall, that was it. And it realized it was just, it was going to be a, a, a mark for mark remake of cliffhanger, um, which was a Sylvester Stallone movie that I really just didn't care for. Um, and was like, Nope, forget it. And so we said, we're, yeah, we're not going to watch that. And then you had want what was it you wanted you wanted something and so we I went wanted and the mummy and Mission Impossible we watched something else yeah now I can't remember what the heck it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it was well, a good movie and it was we watched something I don't I wow no oh no no, no. Oh, oh 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 it was oh my gosh it was the movie with the the both of the the guys that were in Bullet Train and I was like oh my god what they in Bullet oh, Train oh Brad Pitt and, and um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the Lost Holy City, God. the Lost, the Lost City. City. Yes, yes. Oh my Tatum lordy, Tatum Channing and Sandra Bullock, Chan- Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum. I'm sorry, <laughs> Chan- I got all excited because I remembered shit stuff. So yeah, so, so yeah, we watched that mm-hmm. Lost City. It was really funny. I liked it. It was. It was better than I was expecting it to be. I was because everybody was like meh and was like. Uh, you know, it was okay. You well, know, yeah, but because guys go to watch things like that and they go, "Oh, it's a love story," and then women go to watch things like that and they go, "Oh my gosh, it's so funny, hee <laughs> cute." And then the guys go, "Well, if you liked it, <laughs> you know, that's well, what happens in normal people relationships." My mine is always that he will always be Harry Potter, and I will never see him as anything but Harry Potter. And I just uh, Daniel Radcliffe, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I will never see him, no matter what it is we're watching as anything other than Harry Potter. And, you know, seriously, it is like um, Mark Hamill tried to do a couple of different movies and shows. just didn't work. And, you know, he was always going to be Luke Skywalker in everything that he did, you know. And so he took over the voiceover roles, and he did the best Joker voice, in my opinion, of anybody. Um, And so it was like, yeah, the the guy did a great thing, but... But whenever I saw him, it was always going to be Luke Skywalker. And whenever I saw, you know, when the only person that broke away from that in any way, shape or form was Harrison Ford. Right. But, you know, anytime that I I see Daniel Radcliffe, he's always Harry Potter. 
So I have a hard time taking him serious, even when he kills somebody else. I'm just kind of like, mm. <laughs> Harry, don't do that. You're a wizard. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but yeah, so we watched that. That was that was really good. I liked it. So yeah. so we, we watched that instead. And then, uh, yeah, Anna and Lily got home. They told us all about all about their trip. And then uh, you told everybody that. Saturday was going to be a work day, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys would go finish the chicken coop, so everybody's getting up early. And they were not excited to hear that because yeah, I could see, I could see Lily's face of just like really like I did. Ugh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, but then she, just so you know, she and Tabby had whispered to each other, and the way it sounded like what they whispered to me was that their whispers like, "Yeah, but it's Daddy. You know what happens when he says they're going to get up early." So I was like. okay so anyway so yeah you guys got up early and then lily was still more upset because Mm -hmm. he actually did it yeah so so you guys got up and i got i woke up at like 6 50 and uh you were already dressed (laughs) you were saying good morning Mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay yeah you guys getting up and then uh nikki was already downstairs playing uh playing her Zelda game and mm-hmm. uh she I, I got I got dressed and I went down there and I was like you ready to to get some 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 stuff done and she was like yeah I don't wanna but yeah <laughs> so then her and I got got up and we took the took the dogs outside and I was going over the things that I I wanted to get done and uh they they were basically uh, a couple of the the garden chores like getting all of the the peas down because mm-hmm. they're they were done they're spent um which is expected mm-hmm. it was starting to get warm 85 consistently they don't they don't like the hotter temperatures so they're done they're all down besides a couple that are still alive to get you know a few more probably just mostly dog treats here and there because yeah the dogs absolutely adore the sugar peas um so yeah, I le- left a couple that were still alive. Um, that bed is going to be extremely po- problematic because of the vines that are mm-hmm. just wild in that bed, and I have no idea what to do about it. But we keep talking about getting rid of that bed, and that's kind of where I'm at with it because none of my other beds have that issue. I don't. I have a few that like little stragglers that'll pop up here and there, but not anywhere near as bad as I'm not in the garden for a week and everything is taken over with them. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's it is extremely frustrating because we do get to that point where you know we have hot temperatures and rain for a week straight, and I can't go out there. It's like great to come outside to everything that's you know grown mm-hmm. a foot taller, except the vines. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's just that that bed. I I'm gonna try still some uh some cucumber plants and I think more uh bell pepper plants or more spinach or like I'm trying to figure out no matter what I'm thinking cucumber's gonna go on the trellis. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just ugh, I was very frustrated with that. Um, and if it doesn't work out, then yeah, by the time fall comes around, it'll be you know slightly cooler outside try to get everything you know taken out move that soil to a different spot and just use the center blocks for maybe just expanding another straight bed next to the ones that i have lined up there just because yeah that bed is becoming more and more of an issue every time that i try to use it (laughs) so so yeah i got all the peas down and had uh 
a few to be able to give to the dog. Sky and Roxy were very excited and happy to get a couple of treats. Roxy's favorite thing is to get one and take off running with it and run around and play with it and tear it up and then eat it and then come back for another one. And it's been super cute. And Sky Sky just loves eating that. Like she just she'll eat sugar pee after sugar pee after sugar pee. Um so yeah, got got all the peas down, got that uh pretty pretty cleared out, put all of the spent pea plants into the compost, which also had just gotten all of the uh trimmings from the tomato plants. So mm-hmm. that compost is about to be like super, super happy. Uh and then uh I planted the next bit of corn. Uh so the next block of corn is planted and then uh there's something else that I did in the backyard. I don't remember. Um, but then planted all the sunflowers, or the first set or round or whatever you want to call it, of sunflowers in the front yard. So those are planted. So I got to be watering them on a, a regular basis. I'm probably going to set myself a timer for like every other day mm-hmm. so that I'm not watering it every day because, again, with the way that everything is out here, uh, if you drown out sunflowers, they won't grow. <laughs> so, uh Yeah. But, oh my god, they're so tall. Yeah, there's ten foot. That's those it's, are the ones that you got me I'm the big so bag happy. of seeds I'm for. So, can, and we're gonna plant more, right? We're not just done with these. No, that's well, that's what the issue is about the the. I don't have the sunflower bed built. Is yeah. that was the those are the last beds Where we're do gonna we need be to do it? just one picket high long beds okay. that was gonna put the in front of the the kitchen okay. and just the house. Or I don't know how long that is. We have to measure it. Okay, but literally, just. That. Okay, no, because, yeah, I, they're amazing. They are amazing to me. And guys. they'll grow in not, you know, super amazing soil, especially if mm-hmm. I have the home the homemade compost. They don't have, I don't have to go get compost, but if if we can, it's obviously better than not. But, uh, yeah, we have to figure out when, when they're going to be closed, because if they close for the season, mm-hmm. then obviously we have to figure it out. But either way, <laughs> so, yeah, no. and But, again, those aren't the black oil sunflowers. That's fine. I know it's just, but it's just incredible to me. That's like, but we're still going to grow the, we still want to get the black oil ones too. Yeah. I just, that's where uh, those ones are 10 foot tall, different kinds of sunflowers. I don't know how their sunflower seeds are going to be Mm -hmm. as far as like, you know, being what the chickens want to eat, being what Congo wants to eat, being what we find tasty. I don't know how that's going to go. I just know that those ones are the ones that you got me the big bag of. And again, I'm perfectly fine with having like, if you build the tiniest little, you know, four inch by four inch square that gets put on a ground somewhere mm-hmm. and we till up that little bit of area and then plant a sunflower seed there and like cover it and then let a sunflower grow there. I don't have any issues with that. The problem is the weeds and the squirrels mm-hmm. because they will come down and go, "Ooh, I smell a seed here and dig it up. That's what they did the, the last couple of years. That I've tried planting them in other places. So I'm hoping that because it is later on in the season and we've been feeding uh, the birds and the squirrels in the backyard yeah, that they're not you gotta super... move those roses <laughs> holy crud they're so <laughs> mad at me I get the the conundrum in that though but yeah we'll talk about that a little bit anyway go keep going uh I lost my chance thought okay just, either way plants yeah. of sunflowers and Nikki mowed the front yard mm-hmm. and then uh we took a break because that uh it's just being in the front yard it's the sun is so much hotter on you mm-hmm. <laughs> so did that and then took a break for a little bit and ate ate a snack um and then went back to i was uh dealing with roxy because i had showered and uh 
brought Roxy in to give her a shower bath <laughs> when yeah. I took a shower the day before. So then I shaved her and clipped her toenails because her toenails were getting out of hand. <laughs> she was yeah. scratching people up, and so she's all she's all groomed and happy. And so she's got her she's got her bandana on that I got her from my birthday, and she's very happy. Um, she's been out. She slept in my bed and everything because she's you know not covered in allergens and not a walking allergen for me. It's still not a hundred percent. I'm still allergic to you know fur, but not anywhere near as bad when she's not shedding mm-hmm. all over my bed. So so yeah, she was happy. Um, and then uh, second half of the day, we went and got uh, the puppy that we talked about for you know <laughs> we've known about we were gonna get for the past month. Uh, Nikki's friend from work he he has uh, his his friend I think <laughs> had a puppy that was that she was giving to him and he can't have another dog in the house that he currently lives in so mm-hmm. but he couldn't wait and that dog couldn't stay there and all that so it was just like oh my gosh can you basically foster my dog until I move out and so that's what we're doing and we knew that we were going to get this dog but it was a constant back and forth of she was sick and he couldn't do it she couldn't do it had no truck so it was like literally just a back and forth of they didn't know what was going on for a while and now we finally have this dog um the dog's name is Callie she is super sweet uh she she's got a very calm temperament mm-hmm. but she's definitely pack mentality because she was raised around a bunch of other dogs so she's very overprotective of her food but in every other aspect of being around other dogs she doesn't care like she snapped at sky for trying to, to you know for eating her treat but she mm-hmm. didn't care about eating the tree. Same thing when it came to her bowl of food. Roxy was, you know, near her bowl of food and she went to snap at Roxy. But other than that, she has to snap to Roxy. So it's really weird having to deal with that. And then on top of that, she doesn't know her name. Yeah. So because mm-hmm. she's been around a bunch of other dogs and the person who was supposed to own this dog didn't have her for, you know, first six, seven months of her life. Mm-hmm. She didn't. She just didn't have a name. She was with a bunch of other dogs, so they didn't need to give her a name. They were feeding her outside. She was outside all the time. She didn't come inside. She was riddled with fleas. The moment we brought her home, it was like, you know, you're going to get a different dog back because we're going to bring her home. Gave her a bath, which was a long process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shaved her, you know, mostly just her body because she was very, very raggedy. And the kind of fur that's thick enough, but not... It, like her each individual strand is thick mm-hmm. but not like she's got a thick fur coat so it's stuck together and every single spot and it was just she just she looked homeless and uh so yeah shaved the majority of her cut down the rest of it she's got that scraggly face that if you don't keep up on cutting the fur she can't see anything <laughs> so cut that back could tell that she was very grateful for that and you know got rid of her beard because it was a little ridiculous <laughs> so, so mm-hmm. she can you know drink water and eat without getting her face all dirty and so yeah she immediately looked like a different dog and yeah so we were having to basically start from zero with a older dog on you know all of the things because she hasn't been inside she hasn't been being taught that humans are the boss and she's supposed to listen to them she has mm-hmm. no sense of that every time like it's not like and it's not like you can do any of the instill fear in her or you know raise your voice if she gets it or try and talk sweetly she doesn't get the puppy voice that's not like she doesn't get it 
there's no sense of oh if you're talking you know in that puppy voice then you're talking to me there's just nothing mm. we speak words it doesn't mean anything to her and so it's not like with Roxy we brought Roxy around it was obvious she had been around other people because we told her things we raised our voice and more stern voice tell her no and she would go oh okay I get it like I would tell her it's like go to bed and she would just stare at me like zero recognition and I was like oh gosh like this is this is gonna be a lot but she even just now starting to get it more mm-hmm. because you know she's gotten to the point where she understands that in the living room laying down in the bed area is where the dogs are supposed to be it obviously helps that the other yep. dogs are over there and so she's been over there and yeah she stands up and we say no and she's starting to like okay and she'll lay back down so we're getting to that point which is already so much further than i thought we were gonna be on you know two three days of having her yeah. so like that's great i'm very excited that's that's progress because i was very scared that it was gonna be like absolutely no recognition <laughs> because I've dealt with dogs that you can't, like, they're just too far gone. You need to get professional help or you need to give them to somebody that doesn't care because that's what things like that come down to. I was like, I was scared it was going to be one of those situations where it was like, you know, they're telling us, oh, yeah, she's an outside dog. You know, we're going to give you the pen. You can keep her in your backyard and you don't even worry about it. I don't care if, you know, you just keep her back there, you know, make sure she's fed and water comes out every once in a while. And it was like, you you don't understand you're giving her to a house where the dogs are all spoiled (laughs) like our dogs are inside they sleep in beds they do not you know go outside and stay outside they go outside to use the bathroom play around and then when we come inside they come inside we don't leave the dogs in the backyard that's not a thing for us it's like they come in the living room they're in the living room we go eat in the dining room they're laying on the floor in the dining room (laughs) like these dogs are spoiled we give them food whatever we're eating we'll give them a little bits of our meat if we know like this like i said sky loves sugar peas how do we know that because i walk around the garden and pick a sugar peas and i go oh hey you want to try this yeah. it's like you're giving your dog to a family that loves dogs like you're not you're gonna get the dog is not gonna be in the backyard i'm I, so very happy that she's kind of she's getting it and then for the first time yesterday afternoon her and roxy were playing around and it was the cutest thing ever like i've been wanting Roxy to be able to play with another dog because she, mm-hmm. uh, Sky and Jack, they're just too old. Jack's too tiny, and Sky's just she's just an old lady. She's a she's definitely the leader of the pack, so she doesn't look at things like that as like she doesn't play. She doesn't have fun like that. Right. You try to play with her, she's just mad, like absolutely angry. She will bite the f out of your hand if you're trying to play with her. I can smack Roxy around and shove her and do all that, and she you know fighting, jumping at me, scratching me up like it's fun. It's you know puppy play. Sky does not do that. Mm-hmm. Jack Jack's starting to get to that point where he's starting to do it again, which is cute, but he won't do it with anybody else really. Like her, well, Sky and, and Jack will sometimes kind of, but again, it's just Sky basically laying there, taking the beating from Jack Jack, and every once in a while she'll like put a paw on him and he'll be like, oh my gosh, you're playing with me. It's like, that's it. That's all that she does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she, Jack Jack's gotten hyped because Roxy was being played with, but he hasn't gotten to the point of playing with her because every time that he's kind of gotten there, Roxy just like smacks him and then he goes, ah! <laughs> like, I can't play with you. You're too aggressive. And then goes and hides. So finally, Roxy has a dog that was playing just as aggressively tackling her to the ground. And it was so funny. <laughs> we stood there for like a solid seven or eight minutes just watching them because it was very cute they were because because callie doesn't quite do the little dancey dance jump that roxy does mm-hmm. but she definitely 
like full smacks like <laughs> she will jump up on her hind legs and tackle Roxy to the ground and it is so funny and then Roxy was starting to get the hang of that and be like oh that's what you're gonna do and so the Roxy was lying on her back when she went to go tackle her and so she would like flip over Roxy it was so funny <laughs> like Nikki recorded a good five minutes of those seven or eight minutes that we were standing there watching it was hilarious we loved it so yeah that that was that was really cute um so making progress already on this dog that has zero understanding of being housebroken like nothing there's nothing there um so far only one accident in the house Mm -hmm. and that was overnight so hopefully she'll start to understand that (laughs) too um she's still a little nervous when it comes to eating but we think it's kind of the same thing when we when we first brought roxy around she didn't like scarf her food down she ate a couple of bites and then we kind of be and then she would eat a couple bites and then kind of be and you bring her back over to her food and she'll eat a couple bites but she wouldn't just sit there scarfing it down like you know most dogs do Mm -hmm. so i think it's a nervous thing um but you know again if she stays like that it's always a blessing to get a dog that doesn't absolutely scarf down their food in two seconds (laughs) but she's still eating still drinking um so it's not like she's shutting down and she still loves the attention and she's starting to recognize her name a little bit. We're trying to really be mm-hmm. heavy on calling her name, but it is harder to get a dog to learn their name when they're around a bunch of other dogs. It was hard for Roxy. Roxy still doesn't quite get it. If you're calling Sky and you're using a puppy voice and so she gets up and is all excited, it's like, no, not you. <laughs> so it's definitely a harder because Roxy and Callie, if that's the, if that's, if the E is what they are tuning into because for anybody that doesn't know this dogs don't recognize full words they mm-hmm. recognize a syllable which is why it's better to have a consonant a hard consonant in their name mm-hmm. because oh, then they, they recognize understand. a tone yeah like because like roxy will recognize my whistles and roxy will actually respond better to my whistles than my words and it's kind of weird because callie like when i did the whistle yesterday because I, I whistle yeah you know she just kind of like what oh what? what what are we doing it's like whoa okay yeah. Great. So so yes, it literally varies dog by dog because and also person to person because mm-hmm. Roxy listens better to you when you whistle than when you talk. Roxy listens better to me when I am stern voice and when I'm using my hands. But mm-hmm. she listens better to Nikki when Nikki's just talking. And so it's really weird. It's it's all around varies based on basically how the dog views you in their life mm-hmm. and how they just learn. Cuz yeah, Roxy Lily and Tabby or Anna, any of them, try to tell Roxy what to do. She doesn't. She doesn't get it. There's no. She doesn't understand yeah. their words. They have to do the hand movements for her to be like, oh, that's what you're telling me to do. So it is. Hopefully, she'll catch on, and she'll recognize her name, not Roxy's name, because <laughs> mm-hmm. otherwise, it's gonna be very, very hard to get her to follow directions but yeah we're already making progress and again amazing for only having her for a few days <laughs> and then uh yeah yesterday uh we just kind of sat sat around did uh did a little shopping for Callie got her uh harness because she only had a collar and a leash and I I don't care what you do in your life but when it comes to our dogs I do not like them just being pulled by a collar it's uncomfortable for them she was very obviously very uncomfortable when we did bring her home and on that because she couldn't breathe and so got her harness and it's just a plain normal one for now hopefully you know as we as we go along we're gonna get her new collar gonna get her she got a treat too that she tore up she loved Mm -hmm. it she ate it in about like two hours of time (laughs) 
<laughs> so I was like, well, that was a great, you know, starter treat to figure out what she likes. Next time we got to get her a bigger one because that dog has a big jaw. There's no world mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that's going to hold up for a few days. It's like we get the big bone for Roxy and that lasted her a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like get the big bone like that for Sky. It'll last her probably half that. It's like get her get her a big bone like that for that dog. That dog's going to eat it up in a couple of days. <laughs> well, Kelly is also a very dense dog compared to the oh, other yeah. two. Like she's very, very She's got heavy. a wide mouth and mm-hmm. a very wide jaw. Yeah. So she I, got I told more. I told Mickey what I what I think she is. So I, I, because I looked at her and I was like, mm, no. So I honestly, I'm, I'm gonna go with her being a border terrier, uh, Chinook mix, or See, a border terrier, terrier, a border terrier uh, Australian cattle dog mix. But I'm leaning more towards a Chinook if I was to, if I was to choose between the two. But if you look up, look at a border terrier. Do a Google image right now for a border terrier. Well, I knew realize, that she was she was part terrier because Lexi. Mm-hmm. Was a terrier, and she has the same face. Okay, just do a Google image for for border terrier, and tell me what you're looking at. I'm, I'm looking at her. Yeah, small version of her, right? Uh-huh. And so with a couple of different build differences. So now look up a Google image for a Chinook. How do you spell that? C H I N O O K, and make sure you put in dog, otherwise you'll get the salmon. Huh. Those are what I'm looking at as being her two breeds. Okay. Yeah, she, that's she how her body is mm-hmm. built. Yeah, and exactly. She has the border terrier face, the which border terriers are big mouth for 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 a big head on a small dog. Yeah. You know, but with the Chinook, I'm like, okay. Yes, I could I could I could see it. So that's that's where I'm going with on on her just more to that because more of those on the eyes type type situation as well as the exact on the the body size and Chinooks have more of the scraggly to their fur. So when they get a, that medium hair uh-huh. doesn't look good on them. They always look good with the short hair. Yeah. As and soon as we shaved her, those the, those stripes came out yeah, on her and it was gorgeous. So take a take a look at that. That's a Chinook w- unshaved. Look familiar? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that's and then like I said, you still have a lot of that structure as her. Uh huh. But definitely. No, she's a she's a thick dog. But she... definitely, <laughs> look at that border terrier right there. Yep. That's I mean that's 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 her. So yeah, that's where I'm. No, I love terriers. People, a lot of people don't like terriers because they don't like how scruffy their faces are. Mm-hmm. I love terriers. That was what Lexi was. I love that dog so much and they she was super kind and every time that I've met somebody that has any kind of terrier mix they're mm-hmm. they're always so sweet. I have never met a terrier that is like a mean dog by nature. Like they're they're so sweet. They yeah. just want love. They're literally the biggest lap dogs ever and I love them so much. And yeah, I think that they're that level of like it's not like you know, pugs to me where people are like, oh, but they're so ugly that they're cute. I'm like, no, terriers to me I never thought are like were cute. ugly that they're cute. Like, uh, terriers do not have a conventionally tr- attractive mm-hmm. face, but I think it's cute that they have the scruffiness and it's just, so yeah, that's, that's my, it's so ugly, it's cute dog. I love terriers. I love their faces. I love the scruff that mm-hmm. they have going on. It's so cute to me. So yeah, no, she's, she's an amazing dog mm-hmm. so far. 
super nice. No issues with her besides being overprotective of her food. That mm-hmm. is literally it. That's all we've gotten so far. Which is probably just going to come down to the fact that, like you said, she w- has come from a place where there were a lot of dogs around. Yeah. And so she was probably beat off for her food. Yeah. My whole thing is just like, like she instantly recognized who I was and was like, oh, okay. And, but it also makes her quick to train. Uh-huh. So, because you came in after she'd been home before you even gave her the bath and everything and she wasn't listening to anything and i was like sit and she was like punk sat you know it was like we got her to do that then you walked in the room then she kind of lost her brain for half a second and then she got it again and but now she knows you know go to bed she knows to go to the damn bed and so everything else and now i have my puppy with me for a little bit so i'm good for that so i'm not not stressing that at all so um i injured myself so you know that was fun Doing and, uh, what? Working on the chicken coop. So the chicken coop is basically done. I all the only things I have that are left are trim, and I'm not going to do that unless you're there with me. Period. Because I want to make sure it's the way that you want it to look, and I don't want to get one of those oh type situations. But otherwise, I'm I'm done. And uh, yeah, so I had the two by four up on the freaking for the door, right? And. I had that up there and decided I was going to back straight into it. And the door came down and just clocked me in the back of the head. Didn't even see it coming. Nothing. The the two by four, I think Lily had put it up. And I don't want to say that because I don't want Lily to feel bad about it. I think Lily was messing around with it and put it up and put it up on like just the edge. So created a a trap basically. And Mm -hmm. so, so it smashed me dead in the side of the head and the door's not light. It's not ultra heavy, but it's fast. And, uh, yeah, it clocked me pretty good. So that was, that was some good times. And, uh, you know, basically lost vision <laughs> on my left, out of my left eye for a couple of minutes there. Cause it was just, that was, it was a good sharp pain, but it's done and literally just have to put the perch on and the trim on and you guys just need to paint it. So, you know, I like the paneling I did on the back. It was just simple fence panel. I think it looks really good. I kind of dig the way that it looks like a different building from each side right now so you know it kind of it's 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 what i'm liking but um i need to find a router table if i want to do uh the trim properly and rounded the way you want it because lily wasn't listening to me on what i was telling her to do because it's a two-person pull without a router table Mm -hmm. and she was just kind of pulling it and i'm like pull it with tension against the router bit and obviously she didn't understand what i was saying and i was like okay i'm done I'm done. I'm done. She's like, and I didn't want to yell at her. I didn't want to do anything. So I just needed to be done. So, but anyway, yeah. So that's good there. Cause the chicks are about ready to move in. And now there's a big dog pen in the backyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So with that, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. Stupid podcast on everything.com. Till then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.